0: Good afternoon, everyone, here on 55KRC, the talk station here on the Veterans Hour Show with Todd Sledge and Kelly Field as we're going to take another hour to uh, bring you some up-to-date information about the COVID-19 vaccine, the Saves Lives Act. Also, again, if you're a first-time listener, talk with veterans about how easy it is to uh, get some quick information within 15 minutes by calling our eligibility office to learn about the different benefits that are available to you right here in the tri-state through the Cincinnati VA Medical Center. And also, if you're a care Caregiver or loved one out there who just uh, would like to get some information about the VA benefits and all the wonderful health care things that we do at the Cincinnati VA Medical Center, you'll be able to do that. And I'll give you that information here shortly. Also, uh, we're going to focus on today's program as well. We've got some great guests that's going to join us uh, here in our studio here at 55KRC, the talk station, as we're going to talk about our homeless PAC team, our homeless patient-aligned care teams uh, for veterans who utilize the Cincinnati VA. Uh, Some of you are aligned your care with their PAC teams, but we're going to focus on what we do. Uh, for and with our homeless veterans here in the tri-state area and talk about uh, just a lot of the great things that uh, go on with that and all that great work as it's always been a mission to make sure that we get – uh, get down to that zero that zero factor if you will with our with our homeless veterans here in the tri states. so we'll be talking to nicole michelson rochelle richardson and rachel reynolds when we get uh, when we get to that segment here in the show but uh kelly we continue to be busy here at the cincinnati va and sure our community-based are. outpatient clinics with uh the different COVID 19 vaccine stuff and uh, also sharing that information about the save lives act i'll give you an opportunity to kind of give us an update of where we're at what's new and um we will continue to communicate where you can find information moving forward with that.
1: So the Medical Center has been fortunate enough to be able to vaccinate anybody who served Um, and so this is a change for the VA because I really think this is really the first time in history that we've been able to provide a specific service to anyone that served and then this is specifically for the COVID-19 vaccine. So the way the Save Lives Act works here at the Cincinnati VA Medical Center, if you've served in the military, you're eligible for a vaccine here at our medical center. So it doesn't matter if you had an honorable discharge, dishonorable discharge, general discharge. If you've served in the military, you can come and get a vaccine at the Cincinnati VA Medical Center. The other thing too that this does is it also allows us to vaccinate spouses, caregivers, and select recipients under CHAMP VA. And so um, that's a very specific group of people, but if you're listening and you know, if you fall into that category, you can come get a vaccine as well. So we want you to follow three easy steps if you're gonna need a vaccine from us. We want you to register, select a date and come on down. It's really that simple. These instructions are for the main medical center. So you're gonna wanna visit our website, cincinnati.va.gov for more information. That's gonna give you all the information that you need to know to register, which is pretty simple. You can register online on the Keep Me Informed tool, link right there from cincinnati.va.gov. Or you can call the Medical Center, 513-861-3100, extension 6468. Talk to one of our clinical representatives, and they'll get you all settled and registered. From there, you can check out what dates we're doing it. And at the Medical Center itself, we're providing vaccines through the Save Lives Act at this point through walk-in clinics. So you're going to want to come on specific dates and times. If you're somebody who lives next to one of what we call our community-based outpatient clinics, simply call them first the vaccines are a little bit more limited out there, and so they, they're doing them more as, a, a, as the demand dictates. And so if you live in an area with a community-based outpatient clinic, simply call that clinic. You can get, again, on our website for those locations and what the different numbers are, and you can just simply ask when they're planning to do their next one or let them know that you want one, and they'll give you some information and details about how to do that. But again. This information is for really anybody who serves. So if you don't use the Cincinnati VA or if nev- you've never used a VA but you've served, you can come and get a vaccine and we want you to do that. Right now we're only giving out the Moderna, which is that two-dose vaccine where you come now and then you come again in about a month to get that second dose. We talked about this a little bit last week. There's that pause in the J&J vaccine for safety. If you haven't heard about that, it's really out of abundance of safety that we've paused the J&J. That's that one-dose vaccine and that's simply because Six, I think, out of 6 million, almost 7 million um, people who received the vaccine had a blood clotting disorder Mm -hmm. as a result. And so the VA actually has contacted everybody who we've given a vaccine to, and also within a specific um, female group, because actually those six out of the six or 7 million were actually females who were more affected by that. So we've been able to contact that group, let them know what to look out for. And then um, make sure that they they stay nice and healthy. We haven't seen any issues with that here locally, but just so you know, we are giving the two-dose vaccine right now at all of our clinics, walk-in, and at our CVOC locations. But again, Save Lives Act, if you've served, you're eligible. Visit Cincinnati.va.gov for more information.
0: Yeah, Kelly, that number, the vaccine direct call number is what again?
1: So, we again, we want you to register before you come on in. And really what that's meant to do is just make sure that your information is in our system. We have to report to the CDC everybody who's received a vaccine through us. And so um, it's not going to be anything that we're verifying. It's actually a self-referral. So yep. if you say you served, you say your like honor, Like
0: the honor system. The
1: honor system. I, that's exactly right. So if you say you served. We're going to believe you we're just going to ask you to register so that we can report to the cdc who we've given a vaccine to and so that number is to register so you just get into our systems 513-861-3100 extension 6468 that's going to save you a ton of time the day of because if you don't do it before you get here You're going to have to do it the day of, and that puts you back another 15 to 30 minutes, depending on if there's a line. So save yourself some time, get registered first, select a date, and come on down.
0: Yeah, yeah, very simple process to do. And I did, um, somebody did ask me a question, or we saw a question this past week about ex-spouses or spouses of a, survivors, survivors. Yes, so yeah, they're eligible, they're eligible as well. Eligible. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, again, again taking- it's the
1: honor system. And right. so if you identify yourself as a spouse, as a caregiver, as a veteran, we're, we're going to take your word on that because we know that it's important for you to get that vaccine. And this is part of our fourth mission. And so if you identify as one of somebody that falls into that categories, you're going to get that vaccine.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, Kelly, thanks for that great report. Again, you can go to our website. It's Cincinnati.va.gov right there on the homepage. That's at the top banner. I think the right there in the top left-hand corner. It says "Alert." Got a couple sentences to it. Click on the link takes you to a full page of different information. Um, there's a ton of information on there. So if you're someone who Um, is familiar with browsing the uh, websites or different web things, there's a ton of information on here to find.
1: We actually have it on multiple places on our website. So actually, when you go to the front page, you don't even have to click. You can scroll down. It is on that front page. You can click Mm -hmm. through a couple of different places. We also have it on our social media. We're trying to get this out in as many places as possible, trying to be as transparent as possible so that those who still need the vaccine can find out the information and simply get it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And again, you know, these are just one of the many factors uh, of types of health care and resources currently we're offering uh, to our veterans here in the tri-state community. And, uh, you know, we've, we've done a lot, you know, this started back in mid-December, yes. I want to say December 22nd, and uh, continuing forward as we uh, uh, try to serve as many veterans here in the tri-state as possible.
1: And I'll say we've, since this December, we've been able to give somewhere up close to 25,000 vaccines now that's not total vaccines in some cases you do have to cut that number a little bit just because of the first and second dose but we've been able to give 25,000 vaccines since December which is a huge fee and says a lot about the clinical teams here really working hard to get as many people vaccinated as quickly as possible
0: yeah absolutely absolutely and so and for some veterans this might be the first first attempt or first thought of engaging the VA um, you know, knowing you know, it's not a matter of not knowing where the VA hospital is or or where the different clinics are. It's kind of like the the intent or purpose of you know why why you're into my bed, my benefits, and it's a good opportunity to expose yourself if this is the first time exposure to just um, the the physical environments of the VA and the staff that are involved. And so you know, I'll take that and caveat that with if you're a veteran who's listening to the show, if you're someone who's a uh, Love one of the vet- of a veteran, and they know you're not using the VA healthcare system. Here's what you need to do: you can call five one three four seven five six four nine nine. That's five one three four seven five six four nine nine. It's a direct dial number to our eligibility office. Within fifteen minutes, you talk to those two great specialists that we have, uh, Michael Page and Mary Haggerty, and they'll they'll get you kind of squared away. You must be a veteran to enroll yourself, or someone legally having a power of attorney to, to do so. If you're a loved one, you can get information um, about. What the what the benefits are uh, for that particular veteran that you're calling about, or in just in general, um, to do that. But very important to do that. One other step you can take is you can go back to our website again as our reference, Cincinnati.va.gov, or On the left hand side, there is a tab called "Become a Patient." Uh, a lot of information on there about um, who's automatically eligible for VA health care, the eligibility num- number um, as well. There's also a small, uh, I want to say, three and a half minute video that 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 has some. Uh, some content there, some uh, voice of the veterans as we talk about veterans talking about their VA experiences, and that might relate uh, directly to the, to you as well. Um, also, want to feature too. You know, the, the our, our system is uh, very robust. A lot of people don't think about um, we're a full service medical center. So again, if if the reasons for finding out what your benefits are include um, just something about eyeglasses, hearing aids, um, mental health services, prosthetics, um, different kinds of things that you may not think that the VA um, does. We specialize in these things, and we have for many, many decades taking care of veterans right here in the Tri-State. So another reason to uh, find out how we can complement and take care of your your whole health um, as well. Well, we're up against a break here on the Veterans Health Show here on 55 KRCD talk station. When we come back, we're going to start talking with our guests uh, from the Homeless PAC team here in Cincinnati, uh, Nicole Michelson, Rochelle Richardson, and Rachel Reynolds. We'll get some insight on what we're doing for our veterans here in the Tri-State area and, and some of the history behind uh, this clinic, what this clinic offers, um, they've done some great things that they told us about getting out and doing, talking about vaccines, have been doing some mobile vaccines with our homeless veterans out in the community, as well as some great accomplishments And while the Cincinnati VA had to uh, make a pivot and turn to keep continuing to provide services to the veterans right here in the Tri-State. We'll continue to do that with Todd Sledge and Kelly Field as we are here every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. here on the Veterans Health Show on 55KRC, the talk station. And we look forward to having you uh, find out what what we can do for you each and every day here at the Cincinnati VA as we try to make a better day and a bright day for uh, what we do with our veterans right here in the Tri-State. We'll come back and we'll get with our guests right back here on the Veterans Health Show here on 55KRC. The talk station with Todd Sledge and Kelly Field, and welcome back everyone here on the Veterans Health Show here on 55 KRC, the talk station with Todd Sledge and Kelly Field. As uh, we're going to focus uh, the you know rest of our programming today, Kelly, on uh, something very, very specific and something that uh, I think a lot of folks um, uh, either around veterans issues or just following veterans care, you know, you hear a lot about different things that are going for homeless veterans, um, and the Cincinnati VA does does a lot. Um, you know, we have outreach teams. We have a, uh, a domiciliary program, which is a, a real a rehabilitation center uh, for veterans as well. Um, full gamuts of whole kinds of things, and you know, it's always been the, the VA's mission to uh, help as many veterans who uh, who are homeless and, and coordinating their care with different types of things. And uh, someone who's done homeless outreach in my years past, it's, it's very open, eye opening when you when you engage veterans about. Um, how they became homeless or maybe why they continue to be homeless. Uh, um, Very interesting perspectives of things. And so, you know, um, watch this team, uh, uh, our services grow immensely, and it's always going to be a mission that uh, we uh, engage as many homeless veterans as possible here in the tri-state area to get them connected with the type of care that uh, we're able to make available to them. So uh with that uh, it's my pleasure to introduce our guest, Nicole Michaelson. She's the director of the Community Outreach Division here at the Cincinnati VA Medical Center. Uh Rochelle Richardson. Uh she is a nurse practitioner and then Rachel Reynolds, she's a peer support specialist all within our uh h pac You're going to hear that the h pac stands for Homeless Patient Aligned Care Team. It's a PAC team is a is a is an abbreviation for those uh, care teams that we assemble together. Um, and coordinate all of our veterans' care. So, ladies, welcome to the Veterans Health Show. Thank
2: you. Thank you, uh, Thank
0: you. T- Nicole. I'm going to start with you uh, since you, uh, you're other director of the community-based uh, or community outreach div- division. Uh, let our audience know a little bit about yourself.
2: Okay. Well, as you said, my name is Nicole Michaelson, and I am the director of the community outreach division. Um, I've been with the VA for um, 11 years now, and um, I've spent my career working with uh, homeless. The homeless population within Cincinnati and a couple of other places. And the, my draw to the VA was just seeing our veterans just being on the streets and wanting to learn more about how to help them uh, working within the VA to ensure that they move from our homeless population into stable housing. So that is the mission at the Community Outreach Division. We are located downtown, uh, 909 Vine Street. So we are positioned Perfectly for the homeless population, being that we are directly across the street from the public library, which is a, uh, a place where our veterans go and the homeless population go to access resources uh, that they need. So we moved to that location in 2013 in order, again, as I said, to position ourselves in the best possible place. And we offer a wide variety of services to our homeless veterans outside of housing. Um, Rochelle and Rachel will talk about our HPAC clinic. We offer employment services, access to shelter beds, um, and just a safe place where a veteran can come in and warm up and get some food and the resources that they may need to um, help them on their way.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, thanks, Nicole. And I'm going to turn over to get to know our other guests with us in the studio is Rochelle Richardson, a nurse practitioner in the HPAC team.
3: Hello. Um, I'm Rochelle Richardson. I am a nurse practitioner. Uh, I, when I was in nursing school, I did several of my clinicals at the VA, and it was the place that I wanted to work. My dad's a veteran. My stepdad's a veteran. My grandpa was a veteran. My husband's a veteran. Um, so I'm surrounded by veterans, and it was really my dream job to work here. When I graduated from school, though there weren't any positions open, but I went on to work at several um clinics for the underserved. I worked for the Monroe County Health Department in Florida and I also worked for a community clinic in Houston, Texas. And I had a friend that worked in the PTSD program here who told me about this job that opened up in community outreach and at the domiciliary in 2016 and I applied and I got the job and it's really, um, it's really been great to be here. in 2016, when I started, I was half-time, and the community outreach division. I took over for another nurse practitioner who had moved on, and really at that time, I was just going out to shelters and trying to engage veterans um, who weren't established with the VA for care, and also to provide some some gap care for someone who couldn't come up to the medical center for a primary care appointment. So a lot of that at that time, a lot of it was just referring to primary care and filling in that gap. Um, And then Dr. Rahner came along. He had worked with the homeless for 20 years um, downtown in Cincinnati and had joined the VA, and he really had the the drive and the vision to turn this into something bigger, to turn this into a real functioning clinic uh, where we could have our own veterans that we just saw and build relationships with them and continue their care. Because a lot of times I would refer veterans, but they wouldn't, continue at the VA so they would do one visit or maybe not even make it for a whole visit Um, but I would see them over and over again in the shelters Um, and so I had a relationship with them and had built trust with them Um, so we started the HPAC clinic um, in 2016 at that time we had a um, mobile unit um, that we were able to park in front of our building at 909 Vine Street and we also were able to take that out to some of the shelters in the area um and so that's kind of how the clinic got started and then last year we you know received funding to build this clinic um at 907 vine street so now we actually have exam rooms and um you know everything that you would need for a real pack team and it's been great Uh, we're almost fully staffed now we have uh, Rhonda hawker is a doctor of nursing practice she's our our rn case manager Uh, uh, Rachel Reynolds who's also on the call is our peer support specialist and she's really been instrumental in that building relationships and trust that we need um, with our veterans to engage in the health care that we provide Um, and we have uh, Laura McIntosh who's worked for the VA I think forever She's our <laughs> LPN, <laughs> um, and, uh, and of course, Dr. Rahner, who's there two days a week in clinic. I'm there two days a week in clinic, and I also do outreach. I still do that outreach to the shelters um, at least once a week.
0: Nice, nice. Well, thanks a lot to Rochelle. That's you know a great timeline of how, you know, this program's come together. It's grown, and uh, what we're doing to uh, service veterans here in the tri-state area. So I want to give uh, our our other guest in the studio here, Rachel Reynolds, a peer support specialist, an opportunity to uh, let our audience know uh, about you, Rachel. I'll turn it over to you real quick. Okay.
4: okay. Hi. Um, my name is Rachel Reynolds. I am the uh, certified peer support specialist in the community outreach division uh, assigned to HPAC. Um, I have been with the VA for a little over five years now uh, and worked in the Community Outreach Division as a peer uh, for uh, be two years next month. Um, I have a little bit of a unique perspective um, when uh, in AHPAC because I am also a Marine Corps veteran um, and have actually gone through uh, some of the programs uh, once being a homeless veteran myself Um, that the um, Community Outreach Division and uh, HPAC provide. Um, So I do things like um, about half of my time is spent in office and then half of my time is spent out in the community uh, building relationships with veterans and building the trust uh, that's necessary in order to uh, really engage uh, and meet the needs of the veterans that we serve.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Rachel, thanks a lot. And I know one of the things that I'm, I'm familiar with, the peer support specialist programs, and I think it's just a great, unique service that uh, VA offers because it provides a great connection uh, from veteran to veteran and uh, can very much relate in the things that uh, some of the uh, the clients and different things that, that you're managing on a day-to-day basis um, to uh, really relate and feel trusted in those services as well. Uh, Rochelle I'm gonna come back to you real quick we got about uh, two minutes left in our pro- in our segment here not in our program in our segment <laughs> here on the Veterans Health Show um, I'd like to start off with uh, just with a little bit of our remaining time is like in your definition what what is considered to be homeless what what makes a veteran homeless
3: well there are different ways to define that and that's why I asked. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean there's literally homeless not you know in shelter or living on the streets um, but we also serve veterans who are at risk of homelessness, who have been homeless, and maybe in HUDVASH uh, right now. So they're not literally homeless, but they're still they're, they're still part of our community that we serve. Um, and also, you know, we have some GPD programs where you know transitional housing and things like that. So. So we do serve veterans who live on the street, but we also serve veterans who are in the process of, of getting housing.
0: Yeah, and I and I particularly ask that, and thank you very much for doing that. I particularly ask that because, you know, the, the vision or the optics or the perception or community perception is that, uh, you know, when you see, you know, when you talk about veteran homelessness, it's the picture that you have in your mind of someone that's on the street holding a sign you know doing different kinds of things that that's not necessarily the case um as i mentioned before a little bit of background working with homeless veterans and in some of the different unique situations that kind of classifies them to be um homeless and and, and doing that for us as well well we're going to take a break here on the veterans health show here on 55 KRCD talk station as uh, our guest in studio are Nicole Michaelson she's the director of commu- community outreach division here at the Cincinnati VA Rochelle Richardson nurse practitioner and um also has a lot of family members of veterans, but we find that to be common. I'll make another comment in our next segment about that. And then Rachel Reynolds, peer support specialist, Marine Corps veteran as well, as she as she indicated, and uh, providing a lot of great insight and help the veterans uh, um, as she helps her comrades in arms um, understand the VA system and how we're taking care of veterans here in the tri-state. Again, if you're a veteran not enrolled in the VA health care system and you have questions about your VA benefits, you can call us at 513-475-6499. That's 513 513-475- 475 6499 call, and within 15 minutes, you'll find out what you're available for right here at the Cincinnati VA. We'll be right back after we take this quick break. And welcome back, everyone, here on the Veterans Health Show, here on 55KRCD Talk Station with Kelly Field and Todd Sledge. We are here every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m., fortunate to be here on 55KRC, 550 a.m., and, uh, you know, as we uh, continue to communicate and outreach to our veteran community. And, you know, Kelly, we, we consider not just who we're talking to as our target audience as veterans, it's everyone in our community who can yep. uh, make a difference and influence veterans to uh, be taken care of and use the benefits that they're entitled to um, because there's so many different factors of why we're here and, and what that attributes to to our to our uh, to our veterans who have uh, done a lot of sacrifice and a lot of service um, to get us where we are, especially and that's today.
1: Such a good point because I think so many times it's really not the veteran that maybe propels himself into getting help or services or even just doing general things to make them healthy. It's usually that community around them, that spouse, that caregiver, that loved one. Um, The parent, the neighbor, the friend who says, I really care about you, and I heard about this on the radio. I heard about this on TV, and I really think it would benefit you or help you out. And so that's why we we really want to reach the the whole community because so many people are touched by veterans, and so many people really are the ones that help them make those decisions that they probably aren't going to make for themselves.
0: Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Well, Rochelle, I'm going to turn. I'm going to start with you, but uh, you guys have a collective conversation uh, with this question that I have about the HPAC. But before we do that, uh, one of the things you mentioned is, and Kelly, and I wanted to point out, where so many people that we have on the show who are staff did their clinicals or did their education and decided to come to come back to the VA or not come back to the VA, but but um, extend their their professional career. And uh, I always like to point that out because you know it's something unique, you know, giving back. Um, uh to our to our veterans here in the tri-state well rochelle uh and nicole and rachel uh and, and rochelle will start with you is kind of give us what happens on a day-to-day basis you know with the homeless pack team who how what happens if you know if kelly and i were to walk into 909 or 907 give us give us an idea what that looks like
3: well it it might look chaotic, but we really do have <laughs> <laughs> we really do have a plan, so we, we start our day every day with a huddle, so uh, myself, Rachel, our nurses, or Dr. Ronner, depending on whose clinic day it is, we'll talk about all the veterans that are scheduled that day, so we do have scheduled veterans. Uh, we also take walk-ins, and we also always answer the phone. Um, if it's physically possible, we will answer the phone. So um, we have um, our scheduled appointments, we go through the list. We usually have one or two no shows because we have, um, you know, our veterans struggle with transportation, struggle with those barriers that they have. But that also allows us time for the walk ins. Um, And sometimes a walk-in may be someone who comes in off the street, and we have to see if they're eligible for benefits, maybe get them in the system, but sometimes a walk-in is someone who just knows that we're going to be there. They know that we're there um, now Monday through Thursday, and they can come in and get the care that they need without the barrier of making an appointment. Um, So that's something unique to us. we get more time for our appointments, you know, which I really appreciate because I like to spend the time with the veterans. Um, but that's something that sets us apart from um, a regular pack team where they don't have as much time to do things um, that come up in the moment. You know, someone may need um, a cerumen impaction. Or, uh, their ear may be clogged with wax, and they need that to be cleared. And that takes some time and may um, – normally require someone to be rescheduled for a separate appointment but we have the time to do that um and other things that come up someone may not um have food in their apartment and so rachel might meet with them and figure out a plan to get them food or give them something that we have in the office Mm -hmm. Um, and every veteran that comes in has the opportunity to meet with a provider a nurse and our peer support specialist Um, which I think it really wraps, wraps around. We also have social work right next door at 909 Vine Street. Um, so often we will have a social work issue that comes up, and there's always a clinician on duty that can help us. Or some of our veterans who are already established with HUDVASH or GPD, their caseworker may be there and able to, to uh, give some input and help the veteran out.
2: I think what is so unique about... Um, having age-packed and being downtown, as to Rochelle's point, we have the time to listen. So sometimes we'll get walk-ins, and they aren't sure what they need. They just know that something is not you know, not going well with them, and we can just sit with them and let them talk. And normally when you just let a veteran just sit and be able to talk, we are really able to tease out what the need is. Um, when you're a street homeless for a long period of time, you are so focused on survival that you forget that you don't, you don't have time to think that I don't feel good. Um, because I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to sleep, where I'm going to eat. It's getting cold. It's getting hot. I need to take care of all my basic needs, Maslow's hierarchy. So they get to us. We can sit with them. Rochelle will sit with them. And because we're unique, we have that time where we don't have to worry about, I have the next person waiting, and I have to get you in and get you out. And they can, they'll can. they come in and maybe tell us, I'm hungry, I haven't eaten, and Rochelle can just listen And Rochelle might see something that, well, something's wrong. Let me look at your leg. And sure enough, there's this kind of medical issue that they've had going on for a while that they haven't been able to focus on. But just being able to sit with them and give them that time, you know, we can kind of tease out with them. And they just feel like, I always say the homeless population is the most um, visibly invisible population you encounter. People just tend to walk by them. So just for us to give them that, that place and that time can make all the difference. Yeah, absolutely,
0: mm-hmm. absolutely. Well, Rachel, I would imagine, uh, you know, your role as a peer support specialist is is uh, kind of what uh, I'm going to make a big assumption here, kind of helps kind of bring a lot of the glue and the puzzle, the pieces together, because you're, you're able to provide uh, some insight and connection in, in a way that, you know, veterans um, in that situation may feel more comfortable than talking to just a traditional clinician or social worker. I would imagine um, um, it's it's important for that connection to happen pretty quick.
4: I, I believe that uh, that's the case as well. Um, I know that when I was in that situation, um, just having someone to be able to listen and understand um, and just, you know, Give me a little bit of kindness. And so I try to remember that and keep uh, that at the center, uh, just showing the veteran that I'm working with that, you know, I I really am present and I really care about um, what they're going through. And I understand um, because kindness goes a long way.
0: Yeah, I totally, I totally agree with you. And if you, and if you find, uh, I'm, I'm going to ask you uh, something that Nicole said is, do you find a lot of times um, the the veterans that you engage, they're just, they kind of just need help knowing where to start with everything that they're they're presenting um, as far as maybe their their problems or their challenges.
4: Yeah, for sure. I like to uh, do like a, a, a sit down and actually uh, find out some of their goals, uh, and some of them are just. Uh, really basic needs uh shelter food clothing um, and then kind of build from there
0: yeah that would make that would make a lot of sense with that for sure for sure nicole uh, someone who's um you know you're in charge of it i mean they they give you this title director yeah. community outreach <laughs> division right um what, what in, ha, Describe a little bit about kind of the day-to-day overall operational mm-hmm. management um, that goes into running a, a, a clinic in a, mm-hmm. in a department like this.
2: Right. So, um, you know, just like to Rochelle's point, it might seem chaotic, um, but because <laughs> we serve within our housing program, we have, uh, you know, 644 housing vouchers. So that's at any given wow. time we are wow. maintain, housing and maintaining um, over 600 veterans in housing with them needing medical and mental health. So um, we are currently staffed with 50 employees. So really my job is just to make sure that the ship keeps sailing. Mm-hmm. You know, we, are, we pride ourselves in thinking outside the box because our veterans don't present with inside-the-box, you know, issues, inside-the-box needs. And um, my driving force and, and kind of what I tell my staff at every turn is um, every veteran that walks in will walk away with something, whether they walk away with a resource, a food box, a follow-up appointment, and our goal and our mission is to find a way to get to yes. Whatever the veteran needs, how are we going to get that? How are we going to make that happen? Um, And it is being very creative um, and, you know, just calling on all the people that we know in the division. And what else is really unique about our division and, and what I'm proud of as a director is every program works together. We are very unsiloed. So whether you're an h veteran or a hud but it does you are a veteran in, in the outreach division and everybody can help you and everybody is trained on the different programs so you don't have to wait to see somebody else because they run that program work in that program you're here you're with us and we're going to help you
0: yeah a lot of a lot of coordinating the care especially and going back to rochelle when you mentioned i mean when you think about all the things that encompass um you know what may lead a veteran to be homeless i mean there's the physical needs the medical needs medication needs substance um, abuse sub- mental health safety you know mm-hmm. all the all, all the different aspects that go into that and it's uh, just a tremendous operation like you said it is a ship mm-hmm. i mean it's especially with you when you said 644 different vouchers those are in my mind that that represents a veteran per voucher mm-hmm. per unique situations per different kinds of things that they have and um they come apart become become quickly a part of your uh division family mm-hmm. i mean they're not just they're not just patients they're yeah. part of that veteran family mm-hmm. that really gets into that well again here on the veterans health show we're up against a break here at, on 55 krc the talk station we'll uh, have our guests come back in our last segment and uh Ask him a couple questions, and then we'll wrap up with uh, today's afternoon show. But our guest with us is Nicole Michelson, Director of the Community Outreach Division here at the Cincinnati VA Medical Center, as well as Rochelle Richardson, Nurse Practitioner, and Rochelle Reynolds, a peer support specialist, all a part of the Homeless Patient-Aligned Care Team. We've heard them talk about the h uh, team. that what makes up that. That team, they are located at 909 and 907 Vine Street, right down there in the heart of Cincinnati. So um, if anyone's out there uh, knowing about resources they need to get uh, homeless veterans to, you can do that right there in the community in downtown Cincinnati. We'll be right back here on the Veterans Health Show with Todd Sledge and Kelly Field as we continue our conversations with our guests about what we do for veterans right here in Cincinnati. And welcome back, everyone, here on the Veterans Health Show here on 55 KRCD talk station. This will be our last segment of this afternoon's program. Don't forget we're here every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. here on 550 a.m. And uh, we'll just thank everybody at iHeart and everybody at our friends there. To, what an opportunity this is each week to get out and talk to our veteran community um, out in the tri-state as well um, and all the different benefits and services that are available to veterans. I, you know, Kelly, we're always amazed at the the level and magnitude that uh, people are unaware of what kind of benefits and health care situations are available to veterans. And this is, you know, we do a many, and this is one of the most important ones is helping our veterans in need, whatever the age uh, that they are, and, you know, that's some of the other things too is, I mean, homelessness can affect any veteran of any age um, and uh, or, or male or female uh, families um, as well. So it's good to know that uh, we have such a great, robust um, homeless uh, PAC team here in Cincinnati to to address all those uh, challenges and concerns that some of our veterans may be facing.
1: And it doesn't always, like Rochelle said before, it doesn't really always look like what you would maybe stereotype Absolutely. or think it looks like. It could be somebody that's just going from couch to couch or something yep. like that all the way down to somebody who you would think would be on the streets. And so, yep. you know, I, I think that that's really eye-opening because you could have somebody in your life that is affected by this, and this may be really helpful information for them. Yep,
0: no, 100%, 100%. Mm-hmm. Well, with us is Nicole Michelson, Director of the Community Outreach Division here at the Cincinnati VA Medical Center, also Rochelle Richardson, nurse practitioner here at the Cincinnati VA, and Rachel Reynolds, uh, peer support specialist. Uh, all, all part of just the small microcosm of the large team um, that that makes up this this HPAK team. Uh, well, so Rochelle, uh, um, you know, talk a little bit about accomplishments. Uh, you know, of of this this clinic has grown fast as I can put the timeline together. But uh, imagine the accomplishments are pretty great and gratifying that, that we've been able to do with with veterans here in the tri-state.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty proud of um, you know our ability to to address some healthcare needs that allowed veterans to maintain their housing because um, it's it's important not only you know for their health but also for their general well-being to maintain housing and we're a housing first program but sometimes it's difficult to maintain that um and especially if you have health problems so addressing the health needs is important we were also able to get the COVID-19 vaccine out to several um veterans at shelters um and also in our programs um they uh for whatever reason had difficulty coming to the medical center and they came to us they trusted us um we were able to spend some time with them on well, education um and and then we were able to get the vaccine and so far we've had three vaccine clinics at um in our programs, one was a mobile vaccine clinic where we went out to the shelters, and then we've had two at our 907 Vine location. The number um, to reach us at HPACT is 513 861 3100, extension 6275. I wanted to say that because I haven't said it yet, and I wanted to make sure that I got that out. Um, and also our general number for the Community Outreach Division is 513-977-6800. So if, uh, not necessarily a medical issue, but any any issues with housing or, or general needs, um, you can reach us there.
0: Yeah, how about if you give us those numbers one more time just a little bit slower so so our so okay. audience, if anybody's listening, they can they can get a general reference.
3: Okay, so the, uh, the number for HPACT is 861-3100, extension 6275. And the number for the community outreach division is nine seven seven six eight zero zero.
0: Perfect, perfect. Yeah, great way to get a hold of that. And again, you know, that main number, if if again if you didn't get a chance to get those numbers, you can call the main number five one three eight six one thirty one hundred. Uh disaster operator to connect you with the HPACT or the homeless pack team and they'll get you connected uh directly with that um you know nicole i would be remiss um if i didn't give you an opportunity when we have a director of our program here to to talk a little bit about your staff Mm -hmm. um and just you know what and what they do and and some just real quick general Mm -hmm. comments about your staff
2: um so we are a staff we have grown when i first started in the community outreach division 11 years ago there were nine there were nine of us i was number nine that was hired in um and now we have grown to just about over 50 50 staff so we have expanded we have added you know employment programs we have nurses that will go in and do home visits um but what i would say about my staff is you have to have a passion for this population absolutely uh you know we always we get a lot of wonderful donations and, and help but to, to work in the trenches to be boots on the ground this is a population that you have to be passionate about and patient and understanding and i um worked at several different places before the VA, and there were places I would think about coming into work and just be like, oh, I just, you know, not today. But every day I get up, and no matter what the challenge it's facing me, I work with the uh, most amazing, uh, dedicated clinicians, social workers, front desk staff, everything from the front of the house to the back of the house. We are with one mission. And sometimes we might always uh, agree on how to get to the end or how to accomplish the goal, but we all want the same thing in the end. And that's... What makes our staff so unique is they are able to voice their opinions and able to, to talk it out with each other um, just to ensure that the veterans get what they need. So I am proud to show up every day and um, just honored to work with the staff at the Community Outreach Division.
0: Yeah, that's great. Yeah, we're very fortunate to have you and your team, mm-hmm. uh, part of our Cincinnati VA Medical Center family for sure. Rachel, uh, like I give you an opportunity. We've got uh, about five minutes left here. To give the you and um, the others here with us an opportunity to maybe just uh, give us a small, brief, quick synopsis, a little short story um, about uh, if you were um, not working with this population starting tomorrow, or you were retiring tomorrow, that you would take with you. That is just something that'll be in a memory bank from uh, from your role as a peer support specialist.
4: I have a lot to choose uh, from, but I wanted to um, tell you about an accomplishment um, that we've um, kind of brought to, uh, to H-PACT uh, in, uh, for food insecure veterans. Um, I teamed up with uh, IPM, which is uh, Inner Parish Ministries out in the community, um, and I pick up already pre-boxed shelf-stable food. Um, that uh, I spend every Friday delivering out to food insecure veterans in the community. Um, So if any uh, veteran that's listening finds himself um, a little short on food at the end of the month or they just need a little extra help, I urge them to please reach out um, uh, so that I can uh, help alleviate that problem.
0: And I, I'd imagine, uh, particularly what you know, with all the COVID restrictions and things going on, I mean, that had to just be a uh, a really an emotional sigh of relief when you were able to bring some food directly to veterans who were who were, who were maybe just very skeptical of getting out in the general public.
4: It, it, yes, um, it. I feel like um, uh, a lot of these veterans are are uh, scared to reach out and ask for help, um, uh, but uh, we're here to help. Uh, And we want to help. Uh, So if that's the case, um, for those that are listening, uh, please don't be afraid to do that. Please reach out and ask for help.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thanks for that, Rachel. I really appreciate um, that. You know, that that's a tremendous accomplishment. I mean, um, anytime that we can help veterans with food insecurities and and things of that nature is just a tremendous plus um, as well. Rochelle, something that you would take with you, you've been doing this, you know, for a while and I'm sure there's, there's multiple memories, but if there was maybe just one you could uh, enlighten us uh, about, that would be great.
3: Just, uh, I had a really good conversation with one of our veterans who was homeless on the street and, um when you looked at him you saw just a homeless veteran kind of like Nicole was saying the most visibly invisible people just the homeless veteran but he came in and we sat down and we talked and I realized that he was actually a very educated person who had mental health problems and realized you know this 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 could have been me you know if if things had gone a different way so um I you know keep that in my mind I keep that in my heart um and i can't you know say his name or anything like that but but it, but it really it, it sticks with you when you make that connection um and i am so thankful that we have the opportunity to make those kind of connections with our veterans because it's 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 desperate. It, they that's what they need a lot of times to be able to engage and have that trust and um, a lot of times they have difficulty with um relationships and so to be able to to build a relationship is great. And I do want to say, uh, Rachel, with the, um, with the food insecurities that she was talking about during the pandemic, some of the normal chains where veterans would get food from pantries and stuff was interrupted. So it was very right. – I was so proud of, of that, that she did that, that, that we did that um, to, to, to make that connection, to bridge that gap, to be able to to, to do that for them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, ladies, uh, on behalf of uh, everybody at the Cincinnati VA, especially our executive leadership team, thanks for what you're doing every single day for our veterans in the tri-state community. You know, it's a a very, very uh, thankful job, um, very difficult job. Um, And again, um, if there are veterans out there, please uh, understand that there are family members. If you know someone like Kelly, you mentioned about, you know, place to place, different kinds of things. uh, There are there are definitely benefits here for our veterans. Uh, right here in the tri-state. Once again, want to thank Nicole Michaelson, director of our community outreach division; uh, uh, Rochelle Richardson, nurse practitioner, and Rachel Reynolds, peer support specialist, all with our homeless pack team here at the Cincinnati VA Medical Center. Well, again, that's going to finish up our Veterans Health Show here on 55 KRC, the talk station with Todd Sledge and Kelly Field. Don't forget again, if you're a veteran not enrolled in the VA healthcare system, the 15 minute call will get you uh, at least educated and aware of the benefits that you're able to connect with. You can do that by calling five one three four. Four seven five six four nine nine. That's 513-475-6499. On behalf of Kelly Field, our producer Chris Mallott, this is Todd Sledge. We will see you again next week here on the Veterans Health Show every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. as we can talk about how we take care of our veterans right here in the Tri-State. Have a good day, everybody.